everybody, it's the 9th of November, 2022, and regardless of the date, my name is Larry Jacobs, this is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and today we're going to preview the uh, National Conference of the Social Studies, uh, NCSS's uh, National Council, let's say conference, National Council for the Social Studies, NCSS's upcoming conference in Philadelphia on December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, whatever it is, but I want everybody to be there because social studies is back. Okay, man the barricades. All right, I'm going to talk to Larry Pasca, your executive director today, and Dr. Shannon Pugh, who I don't know. Shannon's the president of NCSS. Okay, we'll find out about her. And I want everybody to go to Philadelphia, my hometown, and uh, and uh, join in the fun for this uh, revolutionary ideas and actions that can change the world conference coming up. Okay, uh, enough concentrating on STEM. We just learned that it's the day after the elections. America has spoken. All right. And that's important. All right. We're going to get social studies back to right where it belongs. I'm fired up for this show. That's my old bailiwick teaching social studies. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. That's A-C-E-E-D.org, ace-ed.org. And everything we do is over there. Our magazine, we've got Equity and Access. The new issue is uh, coming out. Probably be up on site either later today or tomorrow. I know Maya is working on it. And we're looking forward to the brand new issue. You can still see the old issue. We archive them all there. Just click on the cover and enjoy what we do, which we're pretty uh, proud of. And then you can, everything's linked. The podcasts are all there. Okay, everyone we've ever done, all right? They go back a long, long way now. And seltoday.org and uh, teacher-retention.com. We can't lose another teacher. The pipeline is too small. Okay, so we're working on that. All right, check out everything. It's all linked over at ace dash ed.org and i know larry pasca my good friend who's the executive director really well over at ncss but i don't shannon shannon tell me about yourself it's larry here hey so i am shannon i I feel like i'm on match.com tell me about yourself (laughs) Shannon. (laughs) and you can hear me right i can hear you beautifully awesome awesome i i never know anymore with the uh, you know, technology. I, I know. So, I know. so it, it's great to be on. Great to meet you. So I'm Shannon Thank you. Uh, I I have been in education for this is my 29th year. I, wow. I started off teaching social studies. You started and when you were you were started I, when you were eight years old. That's good. Okay. I did. I, I did. Yeah, I started when I was eight. Yeah. I was advanced. I was advanced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I started teaching uh, what was then junior high school, uh, teaching science and social studies. Yeah, that's actually. Yeah. Uh, so I did that in Mississippi for a few years and then uh, went to uh, Dallas where I taught for uh, a decade, uh, primarily social studies, but also uh, English language acquisition or ESOL at the time. And then uh, I currently live in Maryland. Uh, I taught Beautiful. in Maryland for a little bit, my uh, primarily high school. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of high school and 10th graders and world history, so that's, that's where my right. love and passion is. But right now I actually work at the district level uh, where I do a lot of education policy work, but I also supervise wow. Title I-funded programs in our district and other programs that specifically address the needs of our students who are in schools that are designated as high concentrations of poverty. And so that, that just brings together all of my, my work and my love and passion of uh, obviously a lot of social studies connections there, uh, but really working with, with kids who are just amazing students who just need some additional support uh, for here, both, here. Uh, themselves and also their families. So, so this has been the, the best job. So 
really, really uh, enjoy that. But staying deeply involved still within the social studies community. Uh, so I'm very honored to be president this year. Well, they're honored to have you. I'm sure you're a winner. And where, what district are you in? <laughs> there are county districts in Maryland. Which district are you in? Yeah, so I'm in Anne Arundel County. So my ah. office is in beautiful Annapolis. Yes, um, it is. Maryland. And it, it, Anne Arundel is very interesting as far as the uh, the geographic breakdown. So we include uh, the outskirts and some parts of Baltimore City. Uh, yep. Going into what we call South County, which is where we raise some uh, racehorses, and then everything you could possibly imagine in between. So it's a very, very diverse uh, geographic as it's well as It's a uh, wonderful part experience. of the world. Yeah, that's yeah, a, the, around Annapolis, Anne Arundel County is a wonderful mm-hmm. part of, of the world. I got to tell you, you guys got a new governor. Okay, you had a good we one. Do. You have a good one. Okay, yeah, you have a damn good yeah. one. Now you get another new one. Okay, so yep, there you go. Yep, Quite I agree. a night. It's All right, very and exciting. Uh, it, it is very exciting. Uh, Dr. Pasca, can you top that at all, Larry, Executive Director? <laughs> can I can top that. Oh my goodness! No. Well, it. what I will tell you. Can you hear me, okay, Larry? Yeah, yeah, a little bit low, but otherwise, yeah. I, I think yeah, a little low. Okay. Well, okay. I don't know what I can top other than to say that Shannon and I are fellow Marylanders. I'm in Montgomery County, and uh, so. It's kind of cool to have a, a, a president this year that's, that's pretty close by. And, um, you know, we're very excited about this upcoming conference. I think what is moving us the most is bringing our community back together, bringing social studies professionals from across the country, from other destinations around the world back together to network, to be together, to be inspired, um, to figure out what's the best way we can continue serving kids in our schools and making our, yep. our, our school district programs relevant. So I know we're going to talk a lot about our conference today, but I think my, my urgent plea as we start today is that if you are a school district administrator listening today, please know sending your teachers to this conference, coming yourself to this yes. conference Thank if you're you. a principal. Um, we just we want this to be a celebration of learning and a chance for all of you, no matter where your district is in planning or support for social studies, that you will walk away feeling like your school can do this. You've got this. Your teachers have got this. Your kids have got this. And what I mean by this is a really robust social education that helps kids prepare for the world around them, all that they will help them that, be good that's citizens. Our goal. That helps them understand exactly. the United States and all the country. Be, be good citizens. We learned that lesson. I'm, I'm really fired up. Okay, you know it's election post the day after the election. Okay, and uh, you know man the barricades, everybody. I'm telling you, we I, I, STEM is important. It, it is science, technology, engineering, and math. No one would say it isn't important. It is. Okay, but we paid a price. Okay, for not teaching civics and history and putting that to the wayside. Okay, it, the things are not in place of; they're in addition to. Okay, and it's social studies rear your head. Okay, and I taught junior high school too, Shannon. Just so you know. <laughs> <Awesome. Okay. laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, really and truly, it's yeah. it's just uh, it's amazing. Philadelphia, De- December first and second. By the way, Shannon, my wife Carolyn will be there. I'm, I'm just, I don't still don't know if I'm going to make yeah. it or not. But Carolyn all will right, be there right. with her. She works at WGBH. Okay. Okay. 
and that's her hometown, so she'll be happy to uh, uh-huh. walk you across the street and have a cannoli. Nice. So, and tell her no matter how fat she thinks I am, I still want her to bring me home a Termini Brothers cannoli from, from, from Red Terminal. All right, and see what happens. I leave, I leave that to you, Madam President. And by the way, before we get into the <laughs> conference, has Larry told you about the private jet that the president of the National Council of Social Studies always gets? It's uh, called the NCSS-1. Sometimes he keeps that to himself. I, I'm, Does he I'm looking that to you? forward to it. It has. Yeah. I I have yet to see it. So yeah, don't drive. Yeah, I'm very Philly. excited about. Don't drive to Philly. Use <laughs> the jet. Use the jet. Okay. It's like That's Wonder Woman there. in the Invisible Plane. Yeah, I mean, you know, really, he's, he always keeps that to himself. Okay, so <laughs> that's, that's how he does it. And, okay, so the theme, is this true? Revolutionary ideas and actions change the world? Is this what we're talking about here, Dr. Pasca? So, Dr. Pugh? Yeah. I don't uh, think Dr. Pugh. You got, no, 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 lady. I, either, either way. Go for we're, it. We're, we're, we're the Abigail this, Adams so, uh, of NCSS. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. That's I would good. Love the that Nancy title. Pelosi of so, NCSS. Whatever you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, of so, NCSS. I don't care. Just go for it. Well, you know? Uh, yeah. So uh, definitely taking advantage of the of the place, right? Of Philadelphia, of really trying as we were thinking about a theme, honoring uh, place history, honoring the place. Uh, yeah. So we do have a lot of great uh, sessions and opportunities at the conference related to the theme of revolutionary. But what we did this year that uh, really became more important for me was really focusing on our on our sub themes. And so we have some hmm. sub-themes, uh, and we always have sub-themes, but as, the, as I keep talking about this interesting chapter in history and the tenor of the times, uh, there were a couple of sub-themes that I wanted to focus on, and they have really become central to our work. And, and I, I think you'll also agree with, 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 um, with why I say it's become central to our work. One of our sub-themes is uh, teaching civil discourse. And mm-hmm. so we have probably almost 100 sessions that deal in some way of how do we take the tenor of the times, how do we equip educators with the, the skills and tools that they need to help students have productive conversations where we can disagree, where we can embrace a historical or current truth, but still have come from different opinions about you know, next steps for that. So, that is some work that I've done in my own district that I'm very, very passionate about. There, there are very structured protocols and some things around there. So that was one of the ones that always meant something to me that became more important uh, for, for this conference. And uh, two other of our sub-themes that I just want to uh, talk a little bit about is building that critical media literacy uh, as we think yeah. about the election, yeah. as we think about what's happening how can we help our teachers have that skill set to help our students understand how to be good consumers of information? Uh, this is not unique in our historical times. We all know about the, uh, you know, when uh, in past races calling somebody, you know, their, their, their brother is a thespian or, or whatever, but uh, now it's just different with the social media, with, mm-hmm. with that everything looks real. Uh, to somebody who doesn't know how to differentiate uh, some mm-hmm. information. Right. And then right. the, the final sub-theme that, that we really added as we were building the, the, um, the opportunity for uh, presentations and is really structured my presidency so far is navigating this political landscape of teaching social studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been mm-hmm. focusing on that. Uh, last summer we had our leadership 
uh, form for our uh, our state leaders coming together, going, okay, this this is an interesting time, and how do we help our teachers not be scared, not be intimidated, uh, but also to let the world know we are not here to indoctrinate children. We're here to provide yeah. them opportunities oh. to explore multiple perspectives, multiple uh, different experiences of people, and to reflect on the past so we can do better as a people in the future. And, and I think that a lot of our teachers in, you know, in, in Maryland as well uh, as some other places are simply scared of, of some of the things that are, that are coming down from community members, from, from school right. boards, from state legislatures. Right. Uh, and we saw that in some of the elections yesterday where we have you know, school board members running on uh, some topics around the country that we never would have thought they would run on in the past. So, so we just felt like that, uh, that political na- landscape piece, navigating that, is so important for our educators to be able to leave Philadelphia or to uh, any of the programming that we're doing this year uh, to participate in several opportunities to, to discuss uh, uh, these important topics related to that. So uh, anyway, so that's, that was my plug for at least three of our, our sub-themes at our conference. Well, I, I think the, the plugging was great, okay, and it's, it's, it is exactly what we need. Let me touch on another subject, which I, I'm, 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 we're concerned about here. You heard me mention at the beginning of the show we have a website called teacherretention.com, teacher-retention.com, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, we can't, our, my point is we can't lose any teachers because there's no yeah. pipeline, okay? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is really, this is really a key, key thing. Okay, that's going on out there, and I don't know if you guys are going to touch about it. I'll ask you, Shannon, or you can pass it. To, the tough question you can pass all the tough questions, to Larry, if you want. Okay. <laughs> don't don't even don't even hesitate. But are you going to be, guys going to be talking all about encouraging people to become social studies teachers? I'm just curious. Uh, I'll throw it to Larry. That's a tough one. Larry, go ahead. Well, there's uh, yes, always. Um, there are a couple of Good. things we're we're featuring this year that we're proud of. First and foremost is anyone that's a new attendee, whether it's your first time at NCSS, first time as an educator um, attending, we're going to have a, a reception for you, just a chance to kind of meet fellow members, meet Shannon, others. Nice. That, you know, uh, j- just as a just as a way to say hello, welcome. This is your community. This is your home. It really starts there. And I, I nice. probably said this to you before. You know, in the past, it's through professional associations. My entire career is due to my association, my state council welcoming me, helping me with my first job, helping me in my first few, you know, years of teaching and and eventually throughout my career. We want to make sure that all educators, especially those who are early career, pre-service, that they realize that associations are your home. This is your home base for learning. These, These are your colleagues this is your network these are your friends these are your these are your opportunities to raise your voice over over time become a leader get involved so we want people to not just feel that welcome but to know that this is a sustained home it's not a one one and done conference beyond that though there are a few other things we've been doing throughout the year we'll continue to do we are a a co-partner with the american association of school personnel administrators in a national educator shortage summit uh, they're, yeah. they're having another one in January. We'll be partnering with they're that great. again. This is a critical AASDA topic to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think I've mentioned this before, Larry. We also have standards for preparing social studies teachers. We do reviews of teacher preparation programs aligned to those standards. And we do like to remind the public all the time that teaching is a profession. Teachers are licensed professionals, which means That's they great. not only go through training, 
but they require constant nurturing, development, connections, networking, growth, building, all these, all these things that are so important to any professional. And we want the world to know that please understand the, the unique nature of being a professional as an educator and help support that. So, yes, yes to the conference, but then also year-round we're trying to help elevate this conversation, not on the educator's shortage as a deficit, but what can we do to help the general public embrace teaching as the vital profession it is and then help nurture, you know, again, family members, friends, people into this profession, but then yeah. want to stay in it. And the way to want to stay in it is, this is not a surprise, but, make people feel valued, make people feel like the work That's they right. do is right. the most important work in the world. Every teacher will tell you their job is so critical, vital. Teachers embrace this. They embrace a lot of the challenges that go with the job because it's not a job to them. To, to most teachers, this really is a calling. It's, it's, an it's a life's work. Yeah. But we can't just rely on that as an insider baseball kind of thing anymore. It has to be the public also acknowledging with us as educators the vital role that education plays and supporting us in our professional journey. Well said, my friend. And I'll, t- I'll tell you another role the association's coming up. Uh, I-, I think I told you this, Larry and Shannon. I-, I was talking to a Georgia district, okay? I won't say which one. And they told me they recently had a job fair for teachers and that they had hired 40 new teachers, which I think is absolutely fabulous. And I said that to them and they said, well, it's not as good as you think. Not a single one of them is certified. Okay, we know that mm-hmm. some, most of them are going to leave. Okay, we need bodies up there, people who want to try teaching, which is great. Okay, right off the bat, but they're not going to last because they've really had no training. And I honestly believe that the role of associations, okay, like NCSS, is going to be to help those people. The whole world is changing out there. Okay, it's going to be, like you said, like make those people feel at home and take the expertise of the association and show them how to do it. Okay, and that's going, to, that's going to be a big change, okay, but it's something we really have to look at, all right? It's just that you're right, Larry, it is a profession, and we have to treat it like that. It's not for any warm body to walk in, okay? It, it, okay, we got, we got to do it. We got to do it right, okay? So I, I, I would look at that. Larry, I want to ask you, you guys always have great speakers, okay? Who are the speakers this year? You guys always have great speakers. We do. Larry? So we're yeah. – we're, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so we, we do – okay, yeah, we, we do have great speakers. We're really proud to – and, you know, again, I'm always trying to uh, do, do my best not to single out anyone and say that they're all outstanding because they really are. But, you know, yeah, for example, are. we have Hassan Jeffries. We have Rosie Rios, who is uh, chair of the America 250 Commission. She'll be closing our, our conference out on Sunday. Um, we have Simon Tam joining us. We have Jolie Proudfit, Ira Glasser, who's going to be with us for a film screening of Mighty Ira. Um, we have LeGarrette King, who's very prominent um, in focusing on, uh, on racial literacy and social studies education, anti-racist social studies education. Yahura Williams will be with us. Um, Lynn Novak, who's partner with Ken Burns at, at, and, on, on yep. documentary, yep. and many more. I mean, we, we currently on our website have, again, we have speakers for every session. We're very excited that we, again, are bringing you, bringing anyone who's attending a, not just a broad, diverse array of speakers and thinking and content, but again, aligned back to our, our critical themes for this year. And I think as you look at their biographies, I know it's hard because they often compete against sessions, but we just believe that, and, and I'm personally just proud of the, the diverse array of thinking, thought leaders, people that we're bringing in to help move social education forward uh, at this critical moment. 
I think what you guys do, and you always have great speakers, but I must ask you a question. Of course, this I do not know. What is Mighty Ira? You mentioned that, a film <laughs> called Mighty Ira. I don't know what that is. So can you tell me? So I'll, I'll yeah. jump in. Oh. So uh, Ira, Ira yeah, Glasser is uh, the former president of the uh, ACLU, and he was kind of pushed out because uh, his view is very much that the ACLU should defend uh, freedom of speech regardless of, of who says it, uh, and ultimately you're responsible for what you say. But if as an organization they start deciding you know, who they're going to defend for freedom of speech. Remember ACLU, you know, what a couple of decades ago defended the right of the KKK to, to protest. Well, they defended the right of the Nazis. That, okay. Yeah, in America. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and not, you know, of like, I don't, and I will tell you, he does, he certainly does not uh, you know, support uh, any of those views, but uh, thinks it's That's a very not the dangerous point. path when we start deciding. Yeah, so I don't agree uh, with what you have so to I, say, but I'll, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll defend what you have to say to yep. the death. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So so anyway, so this is a documentary about about Ira and basically you being uh, you know uh, of, of that interesting juxtaposition, right? So uh, it's, you know, I uh, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Like, oh, I don't want you know, I, I don't want some of this hate speech and and some of those other things. But at the same time, it's like we live in the United States, and I might right. not agree with you. Uh, but right. there needs to be a space for you because that's how we function as a democracy. Here, here. And I believe okay, a what, former what better way to say too. it than after Election Day, okay? Yep. It's, yeah. It's, it's that simple. Uh, Larry, we talked about the topics, okay, which, uh, which uh, Shannon brought up. But what about the – I just want to ask you this. Maybe I don't know if I missed it or not. I just want to ask you this because you wanted me to. What are the, the theme, okay, the theme – is and I, I by the way I have to say that revolutionary ideas and actions that should be the theme. It's time to I, I'm going to say this keep saying it is time for social studies to stand up and holler. Okay, it is really it is really so really man the barricades. What are we talking about here? Like the the big theme. What do you did I do that or did I I wouldn't do it again if I did it. Go ahead, Blair. I I think you okay. I I think you did, but I want to just go back to this I idea that you know say it we, again. We. Yeah, we associate Philadelphia as the American Revolution, the home of the Revolution, the Liberty Bell, Ben Franklin. Yes to all that, however, also a place where there has been profound social change. There has been profound um, cultural change. And so yeah. looking, at, at a, you know, looking at the importance of place in history and understanding ah, that okay, the, the notion of revolution, of change, of moving forward, of pushing boundaries, that – you know, again, we, we embrace our host city for this. We, we embrace our host region. We're very proud to have leaders from our state affiliates in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, as well as the School District of Philadelphia, involved in planning this with us. Because as with any conference, part of the purpose of a conference in different places is to celebrate enough that location, and especially to social educators, you know, the importance of historically and culturally rich, significant cities like Philadelphia, especially yeah. coming back in person for the first time in three years. But look, trying yeah, to all, right. trying to right. right, trying to think of places like your hometown as a place where revolution is not American revolution. It's it's also this notion of revolutionary change, ideas that move forward, that move society forward, happening over time. And Philadelphia is a place very much vital to our current conversation uh, as a country. 
Absolutely. And if I can just uh, add one Shannon, add an go. interesting uh, tidbit there is uh, as we have, uh, you know, advertise and highlight this, things have come to, uh, to my learning that I didn't know about. So I did not know that the, the first independence movement march for uh, Korea um, happened in 1919 in Philadelphia. So, and, and the reason I'm mentioning that is the Republic of uh, Korea is sending 20 teachers from wow. Korea uh, to the conference really because of that connection of just going, yes, Philadelphia, that's part of our revolutionary, um, you know, mindset and history as well. And so I, I, I never knew think, this. You know, I never knew it either. And so I was like, ooh, I better act like I know what I'm talking about. So I, I looked it up a little bit as we were hearing about those 20 teachers coming. So, so this is a, a great opportunity, too, to really, really think about uh, other aspects of, of what Philadelphia or what that idea of revolutionary looks like as we think about our global community. Okay, here's the pun of the day. I didn't know any of this, but the reason that Philadelphia is so important to Korea is, is because it's a real city of Seoul. <laughs> Seoul, Korea. Larry. I get it. I get it. Larry? Yeah. <laughs> Larry's I not appreciating it. it, but I'm, I'm from Philadelphia. No, city. It. Some, some real Seoul. Okay. That was a pun on the capital. Okay. No good. <laughs> Larry? Larry? We, we need you emceeing any events uh, at the Thank conference. Thank you. So. I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> that. Okay. You know, I, I wanted to ask you, and you brought this up, and I, I forgot. Okay. Uh, you said this is the first uh, conference that's going to be back live, okay, which I think is wonderful. All right. And again, wonderful in my hometown. But is there a virtual component of this one? Or if people can't afford to go, will they be able to follow it later? Is there any thought about that, uh, Dr. Pasca? Well, we've actually thought a lot about this. So for this year, no. However, um, what we are doing is we're diversifying our programming. Um, this summer, we're going to be offering our first virtual summer conference, and we're hoping this to be a new feature oh, every wow. year. So if you can't participate in person, we're going to have a special like two-day themed event. Um, our first event is likely going to be a theme on teaching about justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion in the social studies. And we're looking to partner with the CORA Foundation to help us with this theme. And we've got a planning committee already started on it. And likely this will be towards the end of June. So again, two days online, special theme. And then, you know, our question is every year, can we do themes on like elementary teaching, you know, teaching virtually, uh, you know, other themes that are, that resonate and are relevant right now to what our professionals need. Um, but yeah, we're, we are just like every other association. We're exploring how do hybrid models work? Do they work for us? What would it look like to have remote components? I attended a conference recently where the keynoter was fully on Zoom and everybody was in the audience, and it was one of the most engaging presentations I've seen. So <laughs> Great. I think we're all, learn we're all learning. I think last yeah. year we were nervous, like, ooh, what's it like if you do a Zoom keynote and everyone's in the room? Are they going to be upset? What we're learning is that the, an the answer is, you know, the, the, the world we're emerging from through COVID has really changed the game of it how has. we meet, how we teach. And I think there's a lot of understanding of the power of technology, but the power of being in person. And so we, like everyone else, yeah. will just continue to figure this out. Yeah, and, and please do continue because there's a lot of people I know who are listening. Uh, their school district can't afford to send somebody or whatever, and boy, they are missing something. Okay, I want every. I, I'd like to have twelve. I would like to have tw at least twelve thousand people at your conference. One from every school. <laughs> so would we. Okay, would that be wonderful? So, okay, and that's the way yeah, it Larry, should be. Another, Larry, I got I have to share this quick secret also for the future. 
if people want to know how can I get how can I get more educators to something like this in person, we offer what's called a first timer scholarship. It's closed for this year, but again for next year we'll have it. It covers the cost of the conference registration and a year of membership. So it gives you access to a wow. year of professional learning wow. on top of the conference. This year, three hundred and fifty dollars is all it costs to sponsor somebody to to come. So we wanna also highlight these that making investments wow. in teachers is not actually expensive. It's, you know, less than the cost of a phone. You can do this for a teacher. So although we want everyone in person and we realize not everyone Absolutely. can be, we also, we also encourage others to say, you can make it possible for a teacher to, to come and grow and learn and connect. You can make that happen. It's not a major investment. I sound like I'm doing advertising for scholarships. You should, but well, that's okay. That's really okay. Is a, do it's a minimal investment. And, well, and most okay. of our sister I, I, associations do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Shannon, you're working with the equity and all that in your district, and you're president of NCSS, and uh, Larry knows this. Uh, NCSS is always welcome to send us a column for every issue of our magazine, Equity and Access, an NCSS-labeled awesome. column. Would you, would you like to do that, Madam President, for our next issue? I would love to do that. If you can we're going to get you to do that. And, we're going to introduce yep, you to Maya, absolutely. our editor, and we're going to get you to do that because what you guys do is very important. We're also very happy to highlight all the work you're doing with Title I. That's key to us, oh, all nice. the equity stuff. Yeah, so I've, tap into yeah, us. I'm going to send you an email. That. Yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get right, together we'll more on this. I'll, I'll tell you guys, I may still be there. I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to juggle my schedule, et cetera, et cetera. I know Carol and my wife will be there, and I'll tell you, she she always looks forward to NCSS. She just loves it, and she loves nice. what you guys put together. I'm, I'm being quite serious here. I'm not just saying that. All right? She really, really loves it. And, uh, you know, what you guys do is really important, and NCSS is more important now than ever. Okay? Absolutely. We're yep. getting there. Okay? So it's good stuff. Thank you, Dr. Paskin. Much appreciated, Larry. Always. And uh, again, we hope we'll see you there. If you are there, we, you've got to take us around and show us your stomping grounds. And, uh, you know, we're well, actually, my stomping grounds are right across the street at the, the Reading Terminal. You'll see me at the Nick's for a Steak <laughs> Sandwich and Bassett's for a Turkey <laughs> Sandwich. And Termini's for a Cannoli. I guarantee you that. Termini Brothers for a Cannoli. Right across Yum. the street at Reading Terminal. In fact, in fact, if you had the conference <laughs> at the Nick's right at Reading Terminal, me eating Steak Sandwich would be guaranteed. I know I'm only kidding, of course, but it is wonderful right across the street there. Okay, Shannon, it, take advantage a, of that, okay? It, I'll, I'll be in touch with both is, of you, okay? This absolutely. is great. I'll talk Thank to you, you so before, but happy it. Thanksgiving, okay? I'll say that out loud. We're getting close. And the guys, you're going to have a great conference. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your support. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay, Dr. Larry Pasca, the excellent executive director of the National Council for the Social Studies. He has done a magnificent job, okay, over the last few years. He's been there. It's been great. And their new president, Dr. Shannon Pugh of Anne Arundel County in, the, in Maryland, and now the president of the National Council for the Social Studies as well. We're going to archive over at ace-ed.org, and you know I love social studies. So, uh, and the day after election, it's so important. Okay, see what we do at ace-head.org, and I thank you so much for listening. You guys have a great day.